live from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harold. God bless America. And what a wonderful message from our rightful president, Donald J. Trump, addressing the nation as a president should address a nation, addressing the people who are hurting the way a president should dress a people who are hurting. Thank you, Mr. President, for being presidential, for being godly, for being caring to come out and give that statement so much better than creepy, sleepy Uncle Joe illegitimate Beijing Biden and his feckless cowardness putting his head down, turning his back to the world, because that's what we've seen this week, folks. We have seen a breakdown of American leadership at its best. And that's what you get when you vote Democrat. Welcome to Live from America. Today is August 27th, year of our Lord, 2021. I am your ever so humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host, Jeremy Harrell. And I am coming to you from the live, free, or die state of New Hampshire. And that slogan has never had more meaning than it has right now. I, at least in my life anyway. It's never had more meaning than it does right now. If you are watching on social media, Rumble exclusively right now, because there's thousands and thousands of people that uh, watch Life from America on Rumble, it looks like they've got a new donation money bag where you can donate to Live from America instantly, and uh, if Rumble takes a portion of that, I'm okay with it, because they support free speech, and they let us do what we need to do, and they are, <clears throat> Rumble is the, the sole reason why Live from America still exists, and I want to thank the platform, I want to thank its owners, I want to thank its executives, who've reached out to me personally, when I reached out to them with questions and concerns. I want to thank everybody watching on Rumble, Firestick, Roku, and of course, the newest addition to the Live from America platform, uh, and show, which is Real America's Voice News, the fastest growing news station in the United States right now because we are dedicated to giving you the gospel. We're dedicated to giving you the truth, and we're dedicated to preserving United States American traditions for years to come and give our children a future to be proud of. If you're watching on social media right now, exclusively Rumble or YouTube, please let me know in the comment section where you're from, what your first name is, because there's nothing better than highlighting real America's voice. That's why we're here to begin with. So let me go do some quick shout-outs real quick. We've got Becky watching. Good to see you, Becky. God bless you, and thank you for joining in. Of course, we've got uh, Alyssa from Michigan says, hello, live from America. As a Democrat... You get what you deserve, but it is not what we Americans deserve. That's 100% correct. Thank you very much for that statement. That's a great statement. Leslie says, I'm heartbroken over this tragedy. Pray for the United States of America. Well, if you're heartbroken and you did not receive my morning newsletter this morning, I think we can uh, heal that heart here in just a few minutes when we talk about the verse of the day. Michelle is watching from Arizona. Joe is watching from Texas. Of course, Tom from San Antonio. We've got Victor uh, Victoria Giles from uh, Park Rapids, Minnesota. We've got Jeff Wright watching from Michigan, representing Michigan well. Thomas Hamaker watching from Uvalde, Texas. Of course, we've got Deb Yoakum, my girl in the volunteer state of Texas. Linda from Wisconsin is watching. Jason from PA. <clears throat> Sharon 
from um, from Texas. Thank you for joining in. Rebecca from South Carolina. Hopefully you can make the South Carolina show on the 31st next week. I'm praying that you guys can all make it. We've got Pac- Patsy from Texas watching. Of course, Erica Falkenberry, Kelly Lynn from Michigan, Anne Pargiello, and Gilbert Bailey from the bluegrass state of Kentucky. The bourbon state of Kentucky. Thank you all for joining in, and if you are watching on social media, or if you're just watching on your mobile phone, whether it's on Real America's Voice or anywhere else, please do me the kind favor of sharing the video, getting it out far and wide for all to see. Now, there is a birthday this morning. There is a birthday this morning from somebody who watches live from America, and we always highlight birthdays when we see them. So, Lisa McGuire, it is her birthday today. She says she turns the big 6-5. I bet she feels like 4-5, though, right? 65 is the new 45. Well, Lisa, let me be the first. If I, if uh, hopefully, we're you know, hopefully I'm the first one uh, that says, "Happy birthday to you! Happy birthday to you! Happy birthday, dear Lisa! Happy birthday to you!" Mwah. I hope you have a wonderful birthday with your family and friends, and may God bless you. It looks like donations are coming in left and right on Rumble. Gotta love that. Gotta love that. Thank you all very much for helping support Live from America. This is a completely viewer-funded show, with the exception of a couple partnerships with Patriot Foods and Mike Lindell's My Pillow. So everything is very much appreciated and is a blessing from God. Let's get to the verse of the day, folks, because we were just talking about that just a second ago. Somebody said they were heartbroken. Well, maybe this will help. Because the verse of the day was titled, Are You Broken Hearted by What You Are Seeing? And it looks like hit the nail right on the head with this one. So let's get right to the, let's get to unpacking this. First of all, I said, Good morning. Here we are. It's Friday. Some weeks, some weeks feel better than others. And this week was very hard. The images I have seen this week will never, ever leave my head. However, there is a place we can go where we can experience, there is a place, excuse me, we can go when we experience this horror in the world. There is a place you can go when you are brokenhearted. Verse of the day is going to come from 1 Thessalonians 4, 13 and 14, which says, Brothers and sisters, we do not want you to be uninformed about those who sleep in death, so that you do not grieve like the rest of mankind who have no hope. For we believe that Jesus died and rose again. And so we believe that God will bring with Jesus those who have fallen asleep with him. Do you feel brokenhearted? Do you need God today? Because God's telling you not to be brokenhearted. Don't be like the rest of mankind. We walk with Christ and we know that those who have been taken... Are, 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 um, are going to be okay. As you can tell, I've had a hard time this week with our leadership and what they've done in Afghanistan and around the world. As Americans, we're not used to being the cause of such inhumane conditions. We are used to liberating the people that it's happening to. Unfortunately, fraudulent elections have consequences. Six years ago, those images would have not bothered me. Having the Holy Spirit inside you changes everything. I have never wept by seeing suffering around the world like I do now and like I did this week. 
I have never dropped to my knees so much and prayed for healing for those who are attacked and those who are doing the attacking. That is all the proof in the world that Jesus Christ is the gold standard, ladies and gentlemen. All good things come from God through Jesus Christ, and it takes being saved to realize that. In this verse, God tells us that we don't have to be brokenhearted. God tells us that our belief in Jesus is enough to keep our mind, body, and souls focused and fixed on the cross during all trials and tribulations. Our attention and our gratitude should always be on the undeserved grace and mercy that we are given for free. <clears throat> we need not be brokenhearted by what we see. Can we be sad? Yes. Can we mourn and pray for them? Absolutely. Can we shed tears for them? Yes, we can. But we have to understand that God is, in const God is constantly working for good. And we don't know why things happen the way they do. But our faith is all we need for validation that these people were with God at the time of their deaths. We know that God is cradling them as we speak. And that is enough for me. Let's all lift our gaze to the sky this morning and thank God for all that he does, even if we don't understand it. Because that, ladies and gentlemen, is what faith is all about. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's go right to the Lord for the Lord's Prayer. Together, we will make a difference. Our voices lifted up to heaven together will cause God and all of the angels that reside along with God to rejoice. Our gaze upon Christ will be what sets us free. Ladies and gentlemen, please join with me right now in saying the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Amen, folks. Thank you very, very much for being a part of honoring God with me every show, both morning and night, five days a week. We honor God. We, we put God in everything we do, and I think that's probably the most important thing that we can do. It's the most eternal thing that we can do. And I thank you for being a part of it with me. And now, ladies and gentlemen, let's start live from America. We got a very long two-hour special today, although only one hour will be airing with the Real America's Voice audience, but the Live from America audience will get a two-hour show today. So let's break it down. Let's get right to what is first and foremost that we need to focus on. Ladies and gentlemen, today, this entire show is going to be titled, Do We Value Human Life or Don't We? Do we value human life or don't we? That's the question and that is going to be the entire, the entire show is going to revolve around that. Do we, do we value human life or don't we? Do we value God's creation or don't we? Do we think that the Biden administration willingly giving the Taliban a massive list of names 
of U.S. people, U.S. personnel in Afghanistan uh, and Afghans who worked with U.S. troops, who worked with the U.S. government over the past 20 years, do we think that the Biden administration purposely giving them a massive list of names that has been that has been being compiled for 20 years, do we think that that was a good idea? If we value life and we value human life, how could we think that? How could we think that giving our enemy, which is what the Taliban is, do not let the left change the narrative and make you think the Taliban is our friend and that we're working with a legitimate government here because we're not. They may be the largest sponsored state of terror in the world, thanks to Joe Biden and the administration and the left and the brass and the Pentagon, but they are anything but a legitimate government. So do not let the world, the liberal media, make you believe that we're negotiating and coordinating with, a, with another government because we're not. So do we think that was a good idea? If we value human life, we can't think that that is a good idea. The U.S. is not supposed to be negotiating with terrorists, period, period. We don't negotiate with terrorists because we know that they have no moral compass. We know that they do not follow our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We know that they don't have that moral stability to be able to have an honest conversation and actually make an honest deal, a handshake, whatever it is. We, that's why we do not negotiate with terrorists. But not only is the Biden administration negotiating with these terrorists, but the Biden administration is coordinating with these terrorists, working together, asking for permission from, bowing down to, and, 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 and putting his tail between his legs when the Taliban says, gives him a directive. When the Taliban jumps, Joe Biden says, uh, how high, man? Come on, man. Uh, back in the day. We used to jump like cockroaches. We used to jump in the pool. And the kids used to rub my, my rub my, the hair on my legs. Turn blonde and sun. We used to jump. We used to jump with the with the, uh, the uh, excuse me the uh, or should I say uh, the, the jump ropes. We used to jump with the jump ropes. Come on, man. Do we value human life or not? Ladies and gentlemen, coordinating with terrorists, not negotiating, but coordinating with terrorists is not incompetence. It is not incompetence. What you're seeing, Biden might be incompetent, yes, but the agenda and the plan that is behind this left communist movement and the pullout of Afghanistan, this is not incompetence. Don't let them think. Don't let them make you think that the Taliban is a legitimate government, and do not let them make you think that this is any kind of mistake or incompetence. Because this is not incompetence. If the left was smart enough to take over all of big tech, if the left was smart enough to take over all the mainstream media, if the left was smart enough to steal a presidential election, if the left is smart enough to actively kill 1.2 million babies a year in this country legally, then they are smart enough not to botch something as simple as pulling out your military. This is not incompetence, folks. This was done on purpose, period. Welcome to Obama 2.0. The left is not incompetent. The left is not stupid. The left is very calculated. The left is very coordinated. And the left is very intelligent. Trust me, this was not a mistake, and this was not incompetence. This was an agenda. 
This was done on purpose. And anybody who thinks otherwise or allows somebody to uh, make them believe otherwise is just naive and is not looking at the whole picture. They're not seeing the forest for the trees, if I can use that, uh, if I can use that old phrase. Are you meaning to tell me, if we're going to go with that argument, are you meaning to tell me that the top... Uh, the top brass in the, in the Pentagon, the top intelligence officials in this country and who we work with around the world, do you mean to tell me that they are incompetent when it comes to pulling out a military? No. Do you mean to tell me that they made a mistake on this level just because they had no idea this was going to happen? No. And if that's the case, then how did we know that there was going to be an attack yesterday? How did we know there was going to be an attack yesterday? The British and the Pentagon, prior to the attack, said there's going to be an attack. If we knew there was going to be an attack, then how did we not know this was going to happen? This is not incompetence. This was done on purpose, period. And like I said, anybody who thinks otherwise is nothing but naive. Right now, listen to this. The Taliban is working with ISIS-K, even though ISIS-K and the Taliban are sworn enemies. They are working with ISIS, don't, don't think otherwise, to establish the largest massive control of, of more than just Afghanistan, ladies and gentlemen, of the entire region. The two normally, like I said, are enemies, but what is the enemy of my enemy, especially when it comes to infidels and the United States, Americans, Western civilization? The enemy of my enemy is my friend. Now check this out. The, they are in control right now of more Black Hawk helicopters than 85% of the countries in the world. The Taliban is in charge of more Black Hawk helicopters than 85% of the countries in the world. Did you know that? Did you know that? $85 billion worth of equipment, ladies and gentlemen. $85 billion worth of equipment. 75,000 vehicles. Over 200 planes and helicopters. 600,000 small arms, ammunition, night vision goggles, body armor, medical supplies, and more. We created the biggest terrorist state in the world on purpose. And like I said, welcome to Obama 2.0. Folks, let's take a let's take a break here. Go to go to some commercials. If you have to fill your coffee up, do so. If you have to go to the Bible and pray for the rest of this show, uh, then do so because we got a lot of information coming your way right here on Live from America and Real America's Voice News. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back.
Brave American, what a great company. And I have three of three of their things. I have the wooden cross right in my front mudroom when I come in. I have the flag. And, and these were and these were shipped to me, one by the Brave American, who is on the America Strong tab on JeremyHarrell.com. Um, and um, as well as other people sent me gifts from there. Folks, if you could please do me a favor, I'd love to get to a good 8,000 people watching on Rumble alone. But i got to tell you, the donations, this new donation tab that Rumble put on is amazing. You guys are... I can't even believe all the donations that I just seen come in, and I and guys, you, I, I just don't know what to say. You guys are an amazing group, so thank you all very much for all your assistance, all your help, all your support, and pushing life from America to where it needs to be. But I need some shares out of you. I need you to get these this video into as many groups as you can, okay? And I appreciate that too. Thank you so very much. Coming to you live from the Live Free or Die state here in New Hampshire, I am Jeremy Harrell, and you are watching live from America, not only on social media, but now on Real America's Voice News as well, and we are sticking with our theme of the day. Do we value human life or don't we? Do we value human life or don't we? Folks, we're going to get into the topic of abortion right now, and this is a topic that is very, very, very near and dear to my heart because of my past and the things that I've been through. But do we value human life or don't we? I want to play for you right now, if I may, just a little bit of my new favorite song. And my new favorite song is by a, a hip-hop artist named Struggle Jennings. And he has teamed up with Caitlin Curtis. The great thing about Struggle Jennings and Caitlin Curtis is that they are Christians. They are patriots. They are conservatives. They are Trump supporters. They are now on the number one spot in all downloaded music right now on the internet. They are killing it. iTunes everywhere. Why? Because they're spreading the message and they're spreading the gospel. I want to play for you just a piece of this because it goes right along with what I've been saying. Do we value human life or not? And if we do, then we need to put God back in everything. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, please let me give you a little, just a taste of this new song that is rocking the charts and is standing up for God, Christians, patriotism, President Trump, the flag, America, and everything that this show is all about. Struggle Jennings and Caitlin Curtis, folks. God, we need you now. God, we need you now. Come back home because this world is filled with liars and abusers. God, we need you now. That is an amazing song. And of course, you know me. They call me the hip-hop patriot. That's the, that's the music industry that I was in for 13 years. And I know that a lot of my audience does not like that kind of music. But when you hear my music, Build the Wall, Live Free or Die, Drain the Swamp, Rebirth of America, America is Dying... It changes your mind real quick, and I got to tell you, I am so very, very happy 
that MAGA music has made its way into that genre because it's really touching a lot of people. It's really changing a lot of lives. And I'm going to get together with them. Myself, Struggle Jennings, Caitlin Curtis, Dave Bray. I'm going to reach out to a few other people and we're going to get Real America's Voice involved. And I think we're going to have a big concert somewhere right around a Trump rally. Maybe the day before or the day after. What do you think? Would you all join? Would you all come and see that performance before or after a Trump rally with the Real America's uh, Voice and the Save America Freedom Tour bus there and the entire production team? I think we need that. I think we need a revival of patriotism in this country. I think we need a revival of what God really means in this country, and I think we need to do it through music, and, and, and I love being a part of it. So, let's stay with this topic real quick. Is human life valuable or not? Do we value human life or not? These folks, they fight for America. They fight for the unborn. They fight for the gospel. Now, I ask you, if we value human life, then why do we let 1.2 million babies be murdered every year in the United States? Why do we allow that? Why do we allow unborn babies who clearly are alive, who you can see at six weeks and five days opening their eyes, moving, that would be alive. If the, press, if the, if the definition of alive is moving, having a heartbeat, I mean, I don't know what other definition you can have of alive if you just break it down to its most basic definition. 1.2 million babies murdered every single year. The vaccine that they want you to take is built off previous aborted fetus cell lines. Okay? Aborted fetus cell lines are used from previous abortions to create many vaccines, including the one that they want and force you to take. Do we value human life or not? I'm going to play another video for you right now. And this video is from a friend of mine, Mr. Ray Comfort. Okay? Mr. Ray Comfort, great man. He's done great things for Christianity. He's done great things for me and my faith and my entire family's faith, as a matter of fact. And I had the honor of talking to him when I was interviewing Ken Ham down at the Ark Creation Museum not too long ago. I want to play about six minutes of this video for you, and then we'll come out and we'll go to a commercial break. But watch how Ray Comfort changes the minds of these youngsters about abortion. A lot of it is just educating them, folks. A lot of it is just educating them as to what abortion really is. Now, I'm not going to play you the first 10 minutes of this video because he's actually talking to these youngsters who all advocate for abortion, who are very adamant about a woman's right to be able to murder a baby. But by the time Ray Comfort is done with them, the way he compares it to the genocide that Hitler did, because that was legal, and Hitler, the, the people of, uh, that, that elected Hitler in there, what he did to them was legal. Or what he did to the Jews was legal. Just like what we're doing to babies is technically legal, but it doesn't make it right. Ladies and gentlemen, Ray Comfort from Living Waters and how he approaches teaching children and youngsters about the atrocities of abortion. I wouldn't know. You think God knows where life begins? I think, yeah, probably. And do you know what the sixth commandment is? No, no. It says you shall not kill. So you should say it's never right to kill a child in the womb. And, this, and Hitler declared Jews as non-humans. And that's what you're doing when you're saying, it's not a baby until three months. That's what I think. It's very subjective. And if you're not sure, it's taking a terrible risk with somebody else's life. Imagine if someone said that about you when you were just on three months old. And they decided to kill you because of selfish reasons. I wouldn't want other people to judge me, so I wouldn't want to do that to other people. So whatever their decision is, you know, it's on 
It's up. To, it's between them and God. It's their baby. Who's the baby? The mother. She's got the right to kill him. If she can't, if she feels she can't take care of it, or she um. So it's criteria. I can't take care of this. Going to be of my life. I'll kill it. Yes. Wow. You value human life. Yeah. Are you a Christian? Um, in a sense, I, I believe in God completely. So what's the sixth commandment? I don't know. You shall not kill. Why would you advocate the murder of a child in the womb if you know God says you shall not kill? You should you should be dogmatically against the killing of children in the womb. It's the safest place on earth at a woman's womb, so why would you say it's okay to kill children in the womb? There's no way that you're going to change my opinion on this because I believe it is a woman's choice. I just, I personally would not do it, but I believe it should be a choice. You know, there's all sorts of medical problems, there's all sorts of birth defects or whatever, so you know that their quality of life is going to be pretty much restrained into a 9 by 9 hospital room. So you're saying... Do you really think that it's fair to kind of live that... You know I mean? What type of quality of life is that? The Nazis are in front of you. They're going to kill kids with Down syndrome. They're going to kill them all. They did this. You think that's okay then? No, absolutely not. They've got a bad quality of life. Definitely not. Ah, who's to say that they have a bad quality of life? There's no possible way that that child will have a good life, so why raise that child to have a bad life? How can you make that judgment when the child's not born? Um. I can say that about any child. This child could have a bad life. I think I'll kill her. What about you? It's okay to kill a baby in the womb when? Um. When you're really messed up and you're about to beat that kid or something. We're talking about a holocaust in America, in our country, that's sanctioned by the government. Do you think it's okay to kill kids in the womb? I don't think it's okay. I, do, I, do, I just don't think that... Um... But isn't that like what Nazi Germany was about? It's like saying, what Hitler did was wrong. I think it's his choice. I don't think it's okay, but he did it, and it was his choice to do so, and he had that sanction of the German people because they allowed him in, so it's okay, but even though it, you know, I don't agree with it. you say it's a similar thing? Uh, I guess when you put it like that, it, it is very similar, yeah. It's very similar to, to say that... Um, I guess me saying that it's okay for someone to choose is the same thing as saying it's okay for Hitler to choose. Are you going to change your stance on it? Uh, yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely making me think, yeah. I'd like you to feel like you would in Germany when Jews are being killed all around you. You'd be horrified, and we've got a holocaust in America where real babies are being murdered because of a woman, woman's choice, and it's legal. It's like Nazi Germany. He did it legally. Isn't, he didn't do anything legally wrong. But I think in some situations, it can be necessary. I think do, it, do you think it's a baby in the womb? Yeah. So finish the sentence off for me. Killing a baby in the womb is okay when? Ah, uh, there we go. Never. There we go. Brittany, I noticed you called it a child. So, finish the sentence for me. It's okay to kill a child in the womb when? Well... Maybe it's just okay if you adopt it out and just not keep it, because if somebody's not ready for it... So you're saying that you're changing your mind about abortion right now? Yes. <laughs> yes. Amen. It sounds bad when you put it in that kind of words. Would you have evoked to someone who was for the killing of children in the womb? No. Well, that's great. So have you just changed your mind about abortion? Yeah. It's not something I've thought about much. Amen. I figured if I was ever in a situation like that, I'd just give it up for adoption if I couldn't take care of it myself. So, but I've never really thought of it like that, I guess. 
Isn't that great to give it up for adoption instead of killing it? Yeah. It's a wonderful option, adoption. And just as you felt strongly about the life of Jews, and we need to rise up as one person to speak against it, don't you think we need to do that when it comes to the issue of abortion? I think you have a valid point there. So I think never paralleled those two. Um, Holocaust and yeah. abortion. Yeah. I feel like it should be allowed because it is a choice, but I feel like it. I personally would not do it. It's just... I I'm making you... So you, could, you wouldn't kill Jews, but it's okay for someone else to kill them? Yes. So what would you say to, to someone like you in Germany that says, well, it's... You should never kill Jews, but I think people should have the right to do it. I don't think... Oh. Because that's what no, you're saying. That is what I said. Huh? Okay. So if you Got just changed your mind about abortion? Yes, I just changed my mind about abortion. So you're going to vote differently in future? Well, when you do vote? Which is... Yeah. You mean that? Yeah. So you changing your mind about abortion? Amen. Yeah. When you put it that way, it does change your mind. It's never okay to kill a baby in the womb. Okay, so you're going to change your mind about abortion? Yes, I am. Vote differently in future? Yes, vote against abortion. It's Amen. Okay to kill a baby in the womb when? In my heart, I would say never. So have you just changed your mind about abortion? Yes, I have. <laughs> you think it's a baby in the womb? Yes. So what justification is there for killing a baby in the womb? Can you think of one? Um... <laughs> For killing a baby in the womb. Um, well, I think everyone's situation is. It, it, Give me a situation where you could say, "Yeah, that's justifiable. You can kill that baby because of." Um, you know what? I can't think of one. You know what? I can't think of one. Amen. Ray Comfort out there doing the Lord's work, folks. Ray Comfort out there educating people on these. I feel so sorry for people because they just don't know what they're talking about. They don't know what abortion really is. They've been indoctrinated. They've been brainwashed for so long. They just don't know. Good on Ray Comfort for getting out there and doing that. I wanted to play that video in length so you could see people changing their mind just based on common sense. Somebody who was talking to them from the heart. They changed their minds. They're changing their votes. Because they're not going to... Now, who knows if they're doing it because they're on camera or not, but they seem sincere. That's powerful. A lot of you have been watching this show for a long time know that I was part of an abortion once. I was part of a decision to murder a baby. And uh, it's a... <clears throat> every, time I, every time I talk about it, I, I, I say I'm not going to get to this point. But there does... There isn't a day that goes by that I'm not on my knees asking for forgiveness for that. There isn't a day that goes by that I'm not on my knees asking for forgiveness for that. And I know God forgives me, but it seems like it's such an unforgivable thing to do. Be right back with more Live from America right after this. The majority of produce brands you're buying in your local stores is imported produce, and it's putting the American farmer out of business. 
Patriot Foods is fighting back by providing U.S.-only produce. Choosing the Patriot Foods brand is how you can support the American farmers, families, and our service men and women. Patriot Foods has family that has fought in the two major world wars. We strongly believe in your patriotism and your willingness to do what's right for your country. We need your help. Please join the fight and demand your country's brand in your local stores. We thank you and salute you. I just got a call from Adam Lalone. Sorry for losing it there for a minute. I uh, <laughs> I took that commercial break to kind of wipe my eyes and stuff and get back into it. I just got a call this morning from Adam Lalone, who we had on the show the other day, and he just said, "Hey, he said I got some big things that are happening, and I can't wait to talk to him after the show about what's what he's talking about about the brick and mortar stores, the uh, the Patriot Foods stores are going up, and the text that I got from him this morning was actually this." We have good things going, great results. May God bless. That was the text that I got from Adam this morning about Patriot Foods and PatriotFoods.com. So definitely, guys, if you go there, put in the promo code LFA. Same, same promo code when you put in to go to MyPillow.com. And, uh, and it helps out the show and it helps out, obviously, getting those stores going. So make sure you check out PatriotFoods.com. And thank you for staying with us here on Real America's Voice News and Live from America. This is our number one of a two-hour special today. Unfortunately, the RAV family, the Real America's Voice family, will only see the first hour. If you want to see the second hour, you can always go to jeremyharrell.com. You can see it in the in the, uh, in the the description below, jeremyharrell.com. And that is where you can see all past videos, past podcasts, listen to music, get involved, sign up for the newsletter, and even become a monthly Donor, I'm sorry about getting so worked up there in that last segment, but it's it's a it's a segment that I've uh, it's a segment <clears throat> or it's a story that that every time I tell it it, it never I, I'm not immune to crying, so I apologize for doing that on air. I tell myself not to do it every single time, and 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 I do it. So uh, I'm only human, right? I'm only human. Do we value human life or not? That is the theme of today's show. Do we value human life or not? We know the Biden administration does not. We know Planned Parenthood does not. We know that children all over the world do not because they're brainwashed and indoctrinated not to understand the value of human life and the love for Jesus Christ and God. Another person who I do not believe values human life is Lieutenant Michael Byrd. We have been talking about him here on Live from America for the last four months. We knew who Michael Byrd was, and we knew Michael Byrd was the one who shot Ashley Babbitt. Unarmed veteran of the United States Air Force. Shot her in cold blood, shot her dead. Does he value human life? Does MSDNC value human life. Well, MSDNC had a uh, interview. For the first time, Lieutenant Michael Byrd coming out admitting to the world that he is the one who shot and killed Ashley Babbitt. Unarmed Ashley Babbitt. So there was an interview with MSDNC and Lieutenant Byrd. And what I want to do, folks, is I want to pull this interview up for you, and I just want to play a little bit of it for you, and I want to ask you when it's done, I'm going to ask you again, do you think that... Lieutenant Michael Byrd values human life. From other officers. Were you afraid that day? I was very afraid. What are you hearing on your radio? 
I'm hearing about the breaches of different uh, barricaded areas, uh, officers being overrun, officers being down. Did you ever hear a call or a report of shots fired during any of this? As a matter of fact, I did. There was reports of shots fired through the house main door onto the floor of the chamber. Later, those reports would prove to be false. This video captures Byrd instructing members of Congress to don gas masks. He says officers barricaded the door, what he considered the last line of defense. I've been yelling and screaming as loud as I was, please stop, get back, get back, stop. We had our weapons drawn. Bird, only his hand and gun visible, targeted a figure trying to climb through a window. He fired a single, fatal shot, hitting Ashley Babbitt. She was 35 years old, an Air Force veteran, Trump supporter, and QAnon follower. We see your arm out there for a considerable amount of time. Were you wavering? I was taking a tactical stance. You're ultimately hoping that your commands will be complied with, and unfortunately, they were not. When you fired, what could you see? Where were you aiming? You're taught to aim for center mass. Uh, the subject was sideways, and I could not see her full motion of her hands or anything. Um, so I guess her movement, you know, caused the uh, discharge to to fall where it did. And what did you think this individual was doing at that at that moment? She was posing a threat to United States House of Representatives. But an attorney for Ashley Babbitt's family disputes that. He did not respond to our request for a comment, but in a previous statement said Babbitt was not brandishing a weapon, not in close proximity to members of Congress, and was not an imminent threat of death or serious injury to anyone. Her That's right. Unarmed woman caught up in a crowd, unarmed crowd around her. Nobody had weapons. Nobody had a gun. If you're taught to aim at center mass, aren't you also taught? Isn't this what this whole defund the police thing is all about? Is educating police officers, aren't you also taught not to kill somebody and use excessive force unless it's absolutely necessary? Ladies and gentlemen watching Real America's Voice News, people who watch Life from America, let me ask you a question. Do you think Lieutenant Michael Byrd valued human life on the day he decided to shoot Ashley Babbitt? Or do you think it was politically motivated? Do you think that he was used and abused by the Democratic Party? Do you think he was paid and hid out? And, and, and do you think he was hid out from the American people by the Democratic Party? Do you think that this is just another uh, example of those of those crybaby fake Democratic police officers who were giving cry fests on TV, and Adam Kinzinger, and all of them were crying together. Adam Schiff, I guess it's just an Adam thing. <laughs> he posed a threat to the American people and to the United States Congress. Really, what threat? Because let me ask you this. If I were to go out right now, and I were to shoot somebody who I said, who I thought posed a real threat to my life, but they were unarmed... They hadn't put a finger on me, they hadn't touched me, and they hadn't hurt anybody else. Do you think that I would be exonerated? Do you think that I would be put in hiding 
for my own safety if I did that? Or do you think that any court in their right mind in this country, at least today, would throw the book at me for using excessive force and shooting somebody that did not pose an actual real threat to my life? I have an, I, I have a, an inclination to believe that I'd be in prison. That's what I think. So we're going to go ahead and we're going <clears> to <throat> honor Lieutenant Michael Byrd with today's Dum Dum Award. And of course we're going to throw it over in that swamp donkey bucket. But while we're at it, since we never got to do it, let's cue the Smarty music. Ladies and gentlemen, the Smarty Award today on Live from America is going to go to Mr. Ray Comfort from Living Waters. For getting out there on the street and teaching people what it means to value. Believe that Michael Bird valued human life when he shot and killed Ashley Babbitt. United States Air Force veteran Ashley Babbitt. Folks, I'm inclined to think that he did not value human life when he did that. But who am I to judge, right? We're going to take another quick break. We're going to come back and we're going to do the same thing that we did on last night's show for those who missed it. We're going to call Pfizer one more time for all those who were in the back and who didn't hear so that you can hear out of Pfizer's own mouth that Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine is not fully approved by the FDA. I know people, I know this seems like I'm beating a dead horse, but I, <laughs> when it comes to this, I have to. When it comes to your job being threatened, when it comes to you being forced to either quit I mean, get fired, quit, or take the jab, then I'm not going to stop beating this dead horse. Just don't tell PETA that I said that, or they'll be knocking at my door like the FBI was. Be right back with more Live from America right after this, folks. inventor of my pillow thanks to your support you've helped make my pillow become one of the fastest growing companies in america over the last 12 years you've helped my pillow create thousands of jobs right here in the usa when i got my pillow i'm asleep almost immediately i stay asleep at night and i wake up more well rested in the morning that's why i invented my pillow my patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. I'm interrupting this commercial right now. Retailers have canceled my pillow. And to thank you for your support, I'm going to pass the savings directly on to you. Go to MyPillow.com right now to get deep discounts on all my pillow products. For example, you can get my premium MyPillows regularly $69.98, now just $29.98, the lowest price ever. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. That's right, for the best night's sleep. And if you want to walk on feathers, buy some slippers. You should definitely buy the My the MyPillow brand, um, what do you call them, pajamas. Because I'll tell you what, if you want to sleep like you're in heaven, then you can sleep in those pajamas. Now, some people like the pillows, some people don't. But I love the pillows. My wife doesn't like the pillows. My, li my wife likes the weighted blanket. I like the slippers, I like the pajamas, I like the towels, definitely like the towels, 
And, of course, our dog likes the dog bed. But i got to give it to Mike Lindell, man. He's like, you know what? I don't need these big box stores. I'll, re I'll, I'll uh, rely on Patriots, and we can cut out the middleman, and I can give all the discounts to you. So if you put in the promo code LFA on, my, on my, MyPillow.com, you not only help fight election fraud, you keep this company going, and you help my company. We all rise. All boats rise, right? All boats rise. Live from America continues here on social media and digital TV and, of course, Real America's Voice News. Yesterday, we called Pfizer. The reason why we called Pfizer yesterday was to prove to the world that the Pfizer vaccine is not fully approved by the FDA. So, let's go ahead and do that again for those who missed it yesterday. It's only going to take about one minute. Thank you for calling Pfizer First Connect. This call may be monitored for quality assurance. If you are calling about the Pfizer-BioNTech COVID-19 vaccine, please visit www.cvdvaccine.com. That's www.cvdvaccine.com for information such as storage, administration, and other frequently asked questions about our COVID-19 vaccine. Or to hear this information now, please say covid or press one. Other, thank you. We understand that you would like to hear more about our COVID-19 vaccine. Please press one to continue. Thank you for calling the Pfizer-BioNTech COVID-19 vaccine customer service center. This call may be monitored for quality assurance. The Pfizer-BioNTech COVID-19 vaccine has not been approved or licensed by the U.S. FDA, but has been authorized for emergency use to prevent COVID-19 in individuals 12 and older. See conditions of use at www.cvdvaccine-us.com. Again, if your employer has been told by the federal government or by anybody else that they can mandate the jab, they are sadly mistaken. They cannot. They can mandate the licensed jab, which is Comirnaty, because that is fully approved, but there is no product for that yet. I know I'm saying this over and over again, but some people missed it, and I want you to know exactly what you're dealing with. So you can call that number in front of your boss and play it for him. And then if he says, well, you still had to go get the Comirnaty, well, okay, when it becomes available, let me see that vial. Let me know that it's the Comirnaty vaccine that I'm choosing to take because that one is fully approved. But until then, you can't fire me. You can't fire me because I am protected by which code again, ladies and gentlemen? Do we remember? It is 21 U.S. Code 360 triple B. 21 U.S. Code 360 triple B. And I bet you didn't know this either, but did you know Commissioner of the FDA, Scott Gottlieb, resigned during the start of the pandemic last year, in mid to late March, he resigned. He was the commissioner of the FDA. Why would he resign at the very start of a massive pandemic? March, we were all starting to mask up and stuff. Fauci told us not to mask, and then we were talking about masking. Remember? Last year, that happened. He resigned in middle to end of March. And you know where he went? He went on the board for Pfizer. What? Wait a minute, wait a minute. What did I just say? Former FDA Commissioner Scott Gottlieb resigned from his position as Commissioner out of nowhere 
last year in the pandemic, right? And went right to be on the board for Pfizer. So, to be clear here, let's see, we carry the two, divide by collusion, minus conflict of interest, equals... Nothing to see here, folks. That's what it equals. Nothing to see here. <laughs> unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable, isn't it? I want to touch real quick on something that I talked about earlier since we're talking about value in human life. And that list that I talked about, U.S. officials gave the Taliban a list of names. Green, hard, green card holders and Afghan allies to grant entry into the outer perimeter of the city's airport, prompting outrage behind the scenes from lawmakers and military officials. Why on earth, again, if we're valuing human life, why on earth would you give the Taliban, a known tor terrorist organization, that list of names? Why would you do that? Again, do we value human life or not? And if we do value human life, you have to know that giving a terrorist organization a list of names of United States uh, personnel, United States citizens, and Afghans who've been working with the United States for the last 20 years is going to get people killed. You'd have to know that. Melly7 on Rumble says, The law code, please. The law code is 21 U.S. Code 360 triple B. You have to know that those people are going to get killed. You have to. Now, speaking of COVID, Australia is now making COVID camps. Actual COVID camps. But they're not calling them COVID camps. They're not calling them COVID camps. They're calling them quarantined... Wait, wait what's, what's the word they're using? They're calling them um, quarantine... Regional quarantine facilities. And in these regional quarantine facilities, what they plan on doing is putting... Well, there's two people they plan on putting in there. Australia, who need a place to quarantine. That's their first excuse. But also, ladies and gentlemen, right now in Australia, there's helicopters flying up and down the streets making sure that people are actually home. Making sure they're home. The lockdown is real. The agenda is real. And they're building quarantine camps in Queensland, Australia, Right now, they were so happy. She's on the video. She's like, behind me, they're breaking ground right now. We're going to put people in these COVID facilities, and it's going to be great. It's going to be a great place for them to quarantine. I'm going to tell you what. Once you go into these COVID quarantine facilities, you're never coming back out. And if you do come back out, life won't be the same, and, you, and, and, and your life won't be the same. I can tell you that. When you start going into camps willingly because they're making them sound so pretty, bad things are going to happen. Nothing good can come out of that, folks. Nothing good can come out of that. We're going to take one last break. Highlight this great company, Real America's Voice News, and I'm going to come back, show you a video, and then we're going to round up the first hour of the day. We'll be right back. Hey, War Room Posse. Real America's voice and the War Room's voice just got louder. Look, we're rolling out throughout the country because of this grassroots movement and support that you give us. The fight against the corporate interest, the extreme left, the woke media, the woke corporations, Wall Street is only going to get tougher and more meaningful. You now can see us on your local TV stations. Check out locally where you can get Real America's Voice and the War Room. 
Check it out. Real America's Voice in the War Room coming to a TV station near you. Lean into freedom and join Real America's Voice as we come to a broadcast station near you. Thank you to each new affiliate station across our great country for joining our powerful grassroots campaign. America has found its voice. Download the Real America's Voice app and join other Americans just like you across the country coming together for real change. This gentleman and myself have been saying there's one and only one solution. Open the boxes. Open the box. It's six places. They got done in one place. We're all going to know. Mike, will you agree that if, if they find nothing there, we all come out and apologize? Yeah, I mean, I'll stand there with Patrick on, a, on, a, on an international stage and say, we were wrong. And I'm sorry that we put the country through this. Right. But if we're right, maybe, uh, maybe this other course of action. Maybe what we see is we see a flipping of the Electoral College in a place that we've never been before. It's totally unprecedented in our country. But I will tell you what, if that's the case and the outcome of the election was what we believe it is, then something something needs to happen. And there needs to be a, a you know a sort of a reconciliation of the American people with the political class. And I think that's gonna happen. For the blue class being the ones that are sort of offering their apology. Exactly. Okay, exactly. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, Patrick Byrne and General Michael Flynn talking about, hey, we're so sure that we're right. If we're wrong, we'll definitely come out and apologize. But we ain't wrong. And I can't wait until this all comes to fruition. God bless General Michael Flynn. God bless Patrick Byrne for being at the tip of the spear along with Mike Lindell. And, of course, Steve Bannon and many others to find out what happened on November 3rd. Folks, if you like what you see here, if you see value in what we do here on Live from America, please go to jeremyherald.com. Consider becoming a monthly donor. If you want to continue to get news and want to continue to watch this show, help support it. Again, we are completely viewer-funded, except for a couple partnerships that we have. And I want to say there are right ways and there are wrong ways, but only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, keep your head up high, because you are a child of God, and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Thank you to Real America's Voice News. And thank you for everybody who's supported this show for so long. God bless you, and have a wonderful evening. And for the rest of you, we're going to stay right here on Live from America because we got two hours. We got two hours today because there will not be a night show tonight. So I really wanted to play this video for you because I thought it was really interesting that Patrick Byrne and, Mike, and, and Michael Flynn were actually basically putting out videos where they're taunting. I mean, they're straight taunting you. Not us. They're taunting the left. They're taunting the, uh, the uh, Katie Hobbs. They're taunting people like Brad Raffensperger. They're taunting the entire left by being on a private jet and, <laughs> and saying, uh, hey, you know what? And sitting there smiling. Basically, if we're wrong, we'll tell you. We apologize. We'll say we're sorry. We screwed it all up. They said that with a smile on their face, which means they're just being sarcastic. They know what we know. We know what President Trump knows. President Trump knows a lot more than all of us. So when he says things like, when I get done with General Milley, when President Trump continues to be on the campaign trail, when President Trump puts out a statement like, he's, like we did in the beginning of the show, 
when President Trump is addressing Americans, when Biden won't, when President Trump is putting out attack ads, not campaign ads, basically attack ads like we're coming to take over what's rightfully ours, trust me, there's more to meets the eye with this video that we just saw. A lot more meets the eye. <clears throat> so yesterday, I figured we'd start today's the second hour off today with calling Mark Burnovich because I think Mark Burnovich deserves a phone call for what he's doing. Uh, if you did not see last night's show, let me bring you up to speed. In Arizona, Mark Burnovich, the Attorney General, actually did what was right by the Constitution, did what was right by the people of Arizona, and did what was right by the people of the United States and the Constitution, meaning that Mark Burnovich took the first step to order the Maricopa County Board of Supervis Supervisor Scumbag Losers to hand over all subpoenaed material to the United or to the uh, Arizona Senate and to the uh, Cyber Ninjas auditing team, or they're going to lose almost $70 million. Last night, I think I misspoke. I said, said $61 million. It's actually more than $61 million. It's closer to $70 million. That's a lot of money for a county to lose. That's a heck of a lot of money for a county to lose, and especially when you're dealing with people who are money-hungry and power-hungry. However, I'm going to call it right now. They will not comply even over losing $70 million. Why? Because it's not $70 million. For them in their pockets, ultimately, it's supposed to be $70 million of taxpayer monies. So that's really going to go hurt the people of Maricopa County, not the Maricopa County board themselves. So the Maricopa County people will get very upset and they will put pressure on Maricopa County Board of Supervisors to do the right thing, which they still will not do because they do not want to be caught for their lies and their um, collusion that them and Katie Hobbs did to steal the election in Arizona. So my prediction is they will still disregard this order from Mark Burnovich and they will take it as far as they can take it because the only outcome here is jail or jail. Jail or jail, and a criminal will always hold out to the very end because they're used to lying and they're used to relying on themselves and not turning it over to God. So let's give Mark Burnovich a call of support, shall we? Mark Burnovich's number, I got two of them here in case one doesn't work. Let's call the first one, 602-542-5025. And for all those amazing uh, people in the, uh, in the uh, chat who... Listen to all these numbers and put them in the chat. It's 603, excuse me, 602-542-5025. Let's go ahead and give him a call now. Give him some words of encouragement, shall we? Thank you for calling the Arizona Attorney General's office. To continue in English, please press 1. For Spanish, press On behalf of Arizona Attorney General Mark Burnovich, I hope that we can be helpful to you at the Arizona Attorney General's office. Please choose from the following options at any time. For consumer information or complaints, press 1. For the Identity Theft Helpline, press 2. For the Elder Helpline, press 3. For the Community Services Program, press 4. If you are a victim of crime or claim on behalf of a crime victim, press 5. For employment, housing, or disability discrimination issues, press 6. If you have a question regarding Arizona's FinTech Sandbox, please email sandbox at azag.gov. For child support issues, you need to call a different number. Please call Child Support Enforcement at 602-252. Again, that number is 602-252-4045. For assistance from our receptionist, press 0. 
Wait while I transfer your call. <clears throat> Come on. Well, we can call another number. It's amazing. Amazing that you can't get through to anybody these days, isn't it? 520-628-6504. Again, for all those typers in the in the comments, 520 520- Two eight six five zero four. Let's try this number. You have reached the offices of the Arizona Attorney General Tucson Main Complex. Our business hours are eight a.m. to five p.m. Monday through Friday. Our office is closed on weekends and holidays. Para español, marquetos. No marquetos. Marque uno. English. You may make your selection from the following menu at any time. If your call concerns consumer information or complaints, press 1. If your call concerns employment, housing, or disability discrimination, press 2. If you are a crime victim or calling on Let's behalf press of zero. a crime victim, wait while I transfer your call. Thank you. Good morning, the Arizona Attorney General's Office. How may I assist you? Hello, how are you this morning? All right, how are you? I'm well. My name is Jeremy. I'm actually calling with Real America's Voice News and Life from America. And we're just calling to leave some words of encouragement for Attorney General Mark Burnovich and the job that he's doing lately. And I was wondering if we could... Okay, uh, hold on. Let, let me transfer you to his office, okay? Thank you so okay. much, dear. God bless. Hello, this is Jeremy Harrell with Real America's Voice News and Live from America. We are just calling <clears throat> uh, to give Mr. Bernovich words of encouragement for, all, for the job that he's been doing lately in the state of Arizona, uh, specifically as it pertains to the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors ignoring the lawful subpoena. We think that what you've done, Mark Bernovich, in taking the first step to uh, demand that they turn over that equipment was the right thing to do. Uh, sir, we thank you for, for your, your due diligence. Sir, we thank you for standing by the people of Arizona. We thank you for um, making that decision based on the Constitution and making that decision. We know you're between a rock and a hard place here. We know there's a lot going on with politics. We also know that you're going to be running for Senate. And we will gladly vote for you, sir, by the tens of thousands if you continue to keep doing what is right by the people of Arizona and by the people of the United States of America. God bless you, sir. Thank you for standing up for what is right 
Thank you for doing the duty that other people are afraid to do. And we encourage you to continue to do so, sir. God bless you. And God bless your family. And thank you again. Goodbye. So there you go, folks. If you call that number 520, whatever it was. 520-628-6504. You'll probably get through to somebody. You'll probably get through to somebody. Jeremy, that's what you need to say when calling Rhino. Tell Secretary that you have words of encouragement. Hey! Good call. Good call. That's a great idea. Same thing with Democrats, too, right? We'll get right through to them real quick, won't we? <laughs> um, I want to move to something real quick that I, I, uh, I knew some of this, but I didn't know all of it. And I didn't know if you guys knew it either. But did you know that Joe Biden has actually suffered from two brain aneurysms? And he suffers from a heart condition that makes the muscle beat so fast that it causes him dizziness and confusion. <laughs> Pretty apparent, right? Oh, a true national pressure. Come on, man. <laughs> and uh, last week, Dr. Asim Malhotra, a top cardiologist and expert in medicines and therapeutics, expressed concerns about Biden's age, his awareness, <laughs> and his mental and physical well-being. Now, regardless of his unqualifications, you would think that during all of this that's going on, his second-in-command, Kamala Harris, would be right there by his side. You would think with the debacle of Afghanistan, you would think with the, the, the people that are being murdered, the U.S. soldiers that are dying, you would think that in his mental and physical condition that he's in, based on the assessment that, uh, that Asim Malhotra gave, and based on his two brain aneurysms and suffering from a heart condition that makes him dizzy and confused, which we see every day on TV, it's not hard to tell, you would think that cackling Kamala Harris, the masked-up swamp donkey, would be around. You would think in any normal situation, the second-in-command would be around during this crisis in Afghanistan, and definitely being around a guy who could fall dead at any second. You would think that in a normal situation, she would be near and uh, near him at all times, especially these last 10 days, but she's not. Matter of fact, her and her husband just got home today in D.C., just got back to D.C. today after a brief stop in Hawaii. And when she made this brief stop in Hawaii, she ignored reporters, she ignored questions, she ignored soldiers, she ignored her duty to talk to the press about what is going on, why she's just willy-nilly flying all over the world, not being here where she needs to be. That is why she is complicit in everything that Biden's doing. Neither of them can be president. That is why, ladies and gentlemen, I believe that they pushed her away from Biden on purpose so all this could fall on Biden and they could move her in. But she's just as unqualified. She's shown it with saying, I was the last one in the room. She's shown it with saying, flying away definitely was not needed she was supposed to be on the campaign trail today for guess who governor or Govan, governor gavin newsom in california that's who she was supposed to be with today campaigning for him today in california today but she's canceled that as well to do what are you going to address the nation no are you going to talk to reporters no. Are you going to do anything but walk around cackling and laughing about the death in the United States while you wear your stupid mask? No. 
this administration is so childlike. I honestly believe that my five kids could run this country better than the dum-dums that are doing it right now. And that's not me just saying that. That's me being truthful. I think that my five kids could take control, uh, take the reins of this country right now and start fixing it. Two of my kids can recite the entire Declaration of Independence. One of them can, um, can tell you things about the Constitution that you wouldn't even have ever heard of unless you studied the Constitution. My kids are so intelligent, and I believe they could do a better job than these dummies in there right now. Of course, we don't want him around Biden or he'll start sniffing all of them. But yeah, she stopped in Hawaii yesterday and, and, and answered zero questions, ignored soldiers, ignored officers for a brief stop in Hawaii just so she could what? She did Nothing of importance, I can tell you that, because if it was something of importance, you would have heard that she stopped in Hawaii, which most people are not reporting. I will say this, though. Real America's Voice News is reporting it. America's uh, Voice AM, this morning, they reported it. And the great thing about America's Voice, folks, is they are growing so fast that uh, next week, they've got an exclusive interview with President Trump. President Trump, America's Voice, to give an interview. And I believe it's with John Fredericks. But he's already come on exclusively and been interviewed by David Brody from the water cooler. So Real America's Voice News is making waves. So much so that President Trump finally started acknowledging them, acknowledging us, I should say, now that I'm part of the team, right alongside OAN and Newsmax and others. I love this place. I love this family here. Last night, I'm watching um, the Live from America that plays at 10 o'clock on Real America's Voice News. I'm sitting there watching it last night. And right at the part where I was calling Pfizer, like I did today, I got a call from the owner of Real America's Voice News. And I'm sitting there looking, and, I'm, and, and, I, and I look, and I'm like, uh-oh. Uh-oh. I must have done something wrong. Maybe I'm not allowed to talk about uh, Pfizer being not approved since no other news station will talk about it, except for Real America's Voice News. So I answered the phone, and he's like, hey, buddy, how you doing? I said, hey, not bad. Of course, you know, he owns a weather channel. He's, you know, billionaire. Here I am sitting, <laughs> sitting, sitting my fat butt in my recliner, watching the show on Real America's Voice News and checking out the chat. And he calls, and I, I said, "Hey, how you doing?" He said, "He said, hey, buddy, good. How are you?" And I said, "I'm doing well." And he says, uh, "He says, uh, guess where I am right now?" I said, "Where?" He says, "I'm having dinner with a mutual friend that we that we know, but we both know. I don't want to say his name." Um, I said, "Oh, that's great, man. I'm I'm getting ready to. Uh, I think I'm getting ready for him to say, oh, by the way, but you know what? He doesn't want to know why." Because him and many others in Real America's Voice News watched my show for a long time. And they knew that this show is this show. Meaning that I'm going to do on this show what I please to do on this show. Meaning that this show is not going to change for Real America's Voice News, Fox News, or anybody. Okay, we might need to make some adjustments adjustments for commercials and stuff like that. But that's just business. But as far as doing the show the way we want, I'm thinking he's going to say something, I'm going to be like, well, you know what, it was fun while it lasted for that first week, but see you later, have a great day, God bless you. Nope, he called me to ask me about where, some some specifics about the Real America's Voice News um, Save America Freedom Tour that we got coming up in South Carolina and, uh, and Georgia. So, <laughs> and by the way, folks, yes, please, if you're in the area, if you even need to drive a couple hours, make sure on August 31st, which is a Tuesday, that you make it out to Journey Church in Myrtle's Inlet, Myrtle Beach, 
from 6 to 8 p.m. Actually, you're going to need there need to be there before that because there's going to be something great going on in the in the uh, in the parking lot concerning the bus. But uh, hopefully, you can make it there. And then just two days later, in in Georgia. In Cartersville, Georgia, at Creekside Fellowship Church, of course, we got a lot of great speakers, and of course, Steve Bannon joining in as well, so definitely get there, same time, 6 to 8 p.m., get there a little early, we're going to have a blast, you're going to see some great performances, you're going to be able to meet Dave Bray USA, how cool is that, meet Ben Berkwam, of course, meet me, you don't want to do that, because you already used to run me run my mouth all the time anyway, uh, but no, he just called to get some specifics on that, and then he says to me, he says, uh, he says how's the show going? I said, it's going great. And he goes, going good? Everybody's happy with it? And I said, yeah, we're just working out some kinks here and there. But yeah, it's uh, it's going good. And he, he says, good. So, you, so you'd so you say it's a good partnership then? I said, yeah, it's a great partnership. He says, uh, I said, it's rooted in the word. And he's, he's a Christian as well. I said, it's rooted in the word of God. And I said, I have no fear about what happens with the show next. And I have no agenda for what the show is going to do next. I'm putting it all in God's hands. And he says, he goes, well, hopefully a little bit of that will rub off on me because I need a little, bit of that, a little bit of that today. And I said, well, watch the show. And anyway, it ended up with him saying, congratulations, this is a good partnership. Have a great night. And I said, thank you very much. So, <laughs> I mean, I thought I was going to get, you know, I thought I was going to get that chopping block, especially since I said on the show, on air last night, I said, tranny hour, tranny school book hour with kids in the library. <laughs> I thought for sure I'd get a call on that. You know what I mean? You can't say that on news. Nope. Nope, they're letting the show be the show. Tom says, slow down, you're talking too fast. Story of my life. <laughs> Story of my life. All right, let's move on to some more news here. Virginia School Board paid out $1.3 million. Speaking of trannies, Virginia School Board paid out $1.3 million to a former trans student. Wait, a former trans student or a transforming student? Transformers, more than meets the eye. <laughs> anyway, ah, this is not funny, though. Virginia School Board had to pay out $1.3 million to a former trans student, not a transformer, um, in a bathroom settlement. Gloucester County School Board, and some of you probably live in Gloucester County, is settling because the girl boy could not use the appropriate bathroom that corresponded with his... Gender identity. His name is Gavin Grimm. His legal team, who brought this lawsuit and who's defending him, is the ACLU. The leftist organization that we know as the ACLU. They are suing the school district, and the school district is going to settle. Where's the ACLU when it comes to, I don't know, the 1.2 million babies that are murdered every single year. Where's the ACLU in Chicago with all of the innocent um, men and women and children being shot down and gunned down by gangs? Where's the ACLU when it comes to the innocent lives that are being taken in Afghanistan? Where's the ACLU when it comes to anything that's actually relevant? No, they want to... They Transformers, more than meets the eye. I'm a girl. No, I'm a boy. No, I'm a girl again. <laughs> and it's only fitting that the very next story that I have starts out with no more squatting. 
but not about girls and boys' bathrooms. No, no more squatting means no more free rent, any everyone. There will be no more free rent. The Supreme Court delivers Biden's third blow in just two weeks. The Supreme Court is on a roll right now, and, and even though Amy Phoney Barrett and Kavanaugh are as weak and as soft as sponges, they're actually up there doing some things that are decent. We already know that they sided 6-3 to three to make sure that the Remain in Mexico policy is uh, stays in place. We know that we are uh, they're allowing P uh, Texas governor to arrest people crossing the border using the National Guard, which is great. And now, ladies and gentlemen, they delivered him another blow and said, nope, guess what? The, the CDC does not have the ability to make laws. And this entire... Uh, renters moratorium thing this was all put in place or extended by the cdc how does the cdc have the ability to do that i don't know that's weird isn't it well the supreme court said the cdc does not have the ability to unilaterally make that decision and neither does the white house themselves so if you've been living rent free it's time to pay your rent because it's not fair to the property owners i get it we're in tough times but guess who has to cover those bills the property owners. Should the property owners literally be losing their properties at no fault of their own? Should the pro Maybe the property owners are having tough times in their, in their lives too. Maybe they don't have the money to cover the rent from these people living rent-free. Maybe the people living rent-free can take some of that money that's coming back to them from the government called socialism and putting that towards rent. Long story short, no more free, Randy. That's what we used to say when I was a kid. No more free, Randy. And I get it. It's a very tough situation. Some people literally need some assistance like that. But you know what? A majority of the people who have been living rent-free are also buying 75-inch TVs. They're also buying brand-new cars. They're also buying skidoos and four-wheelers. These people that are living rent-free, a majority of them that are doing it are abusing the system just like the welfare system, just like the food stamp system and every other um, left program in this country that people abuse to the point where it's out of control and real people don't get real help that they need. B.A. Peters says, Jeremy, the transgender student graduated a year or two ago. I know. I know. That's why I said former trans and then trans then transformed that to transformer. <laughs> but either way, somebody's got to pay the bills here. And people should not lose their properties just because the people that are living in it don't have to pay. Should be some hilarious protesting in Oregon this weekend. Pay my rent. Pay my rent, says Rumble Dog. <laughs> exactly. The landlords should sue the, C sue the CDC. They should sue the CDC, and they should sue the Biden administration. 100% right. Lauren Cole says, exactly, Jeremy. Don't know how a roof over your head isn't top priority. I pay my rent the whole time. My landlord was so thankful. Yep, you know what? I uh, My loan company is Quicken Loans, and Quicken Loans kept offering me... Um, under the law, I could not pay my loan. And I'm like, well, what happens at the end of me not paying my loan? What happens at the end? I, I, I spoke to Quicken Loans. I'd be like, I said, what, what, do I just continue to start paying? Is this like a deferment? He said, no. When this is all over, you'll have to pay it all up front. And I said, well, I'm going to pay my mortgage. I don't need you to tell me I don't have to pay it. I think that's kind of weird. Usually banks are trying to get money from you, not telling you not to pay. So I continued paying mine, too. As much as it was rough a couple months, especially starting out there when I left my job to do this full-time, it was rough. It was hard. But I did it. Larry Rija is watching on YouTube. He says, I'm just a 70s 
<laughs> long-haired part native <laughs> and uh also on rumble yes mine too jeremy i kept up with my mortgage i mean you know anybody who was raised right realizes that a roof over your head is the very first thing that you worry about don't go buy 75 inch tvs and four-wheelers it's not what it's there for if you can pay your bills pay your bills even the bible tells you to do that even the bible tells you to pay your debts if you can pay them pay them Joe Bo says, I did it too. And somebody asked me if I could tell them how much uh, donations have come through today on this new Rumble thing. I don't know. I don't know how to check it. I didn't even know it was going to be here. I didn't even know you could do this. So I guess I'll have to check it afterwards. I did see a lot of donations coming in, though. Apparently, it's, it's what it's there for, kind of like on YouTube. And Sharon says, yeah, we wouldn't have been able to pay it all at once. No, I wouldn't have been able to either. Terry says, I pay mine too, and it's $1,700 a month. Yeah, mine's close to that as well. Yep, exactly. All right, let's move on here, folks. i got some more to talk about here. St. Louis Arch. The St. Louis Arch has been shut down this morning over, guess what? Another bomb threat. Now, my family, I have family that lived in St. Louis. My mom actually is from, Saint, is, is from Maryland Heights, Missouri, originally which I believe is a suburb of St. Louis. And when we were young, I used to go to St. Louis all the time. I've been up in the arch. But apparently it was shut down today over a bomb threat. Can anybody in St. Louis confirm if that is still going on? Because they shut down everything over the bomb threat. But guess what? No explosions, except for the ones in Afghanistan. And to me, if you ask me, it's just three bombs in a matter of 10 days, none of which were detonated, none of which exploded, none of which hurt anybody, but yet... What happened to that guy in D.C.? Remember that D.C. guy who was in the truck and he said, oh, I was put here, the FBI made this bomb, the guy who made it had no legs? What happened to him? Where's he? Where is he now? Three bomb threats in ten days and nothing's being said about them. Why? Because the, I think the people are starting to get it. Nothing to see here, folks. I think the people are starting to get it. When things happen in numbers like this, it's because they're trying to make that the narrative of the news. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to figure this out. I hope somebody in St. Louis or, or in Missouri can, can tell me if this is still going on. Uh, Bull Club. Hey, my cousin Tony. Grandpa lived in Maryland Heights. Yeah, I know. That's where they come from, isn't it? Maryland Heights. My cousin Tony. Guys, say hello to Bull Cub 145. That is my cousin Tony. Harold, last name, same. We're the only two Harold boys with, the, with that name left, except from, from, from our kids. Um, we saw the Ark for the first time on our way home from January 6th, someone said. Yep, but I, I, I think these bomb threats are nothing but distractions. I really do, because that's what they are. They're threats. And again, what happened to that guy, right? What happened to the narrative of white supremacy and Trump supporter and blowing up everything? Nothing to see here, folks. Nothing to see here. I want to play that video for you that I didn't play when I was talking about the Queensland um, quarantine facilities, really COVID camps. Let me play this video for you, or at least a portion of this video, where she's so happy that they're breaking ground. If you don't believe COVID camps are a real thing, they are. And they're coming to a theater near you real quick. So you better, we better pay attention around the world of what's going on. Well, today I'm pleased to announce... 
that my government has reached agreement with John Wagner and the facility in Toowoomba will be built. Uh, our cabinet has given the go-ahead and as you can see, right behind us, construction is underway today. This is going to be a great boost for our defence against the Delta virus in this country. And in fact, I believe we need regional facilities right across the country. We are going to be dealing with Delta for some time. And if we want to open Australia up, if we want to open our states up, regional quarantine facilities are the second part of the answer. The first part of the answer is vaccine. So we need the vaccine rollout and we need to make sure that we have good quarantine regional facilities away from our densely populated cities that can spread the virus uh, rapidly as we've seen what has happened, unfortunately, in New South Wales and, of course, in Victoria. So uh, the Deputy Premier will go through a few more details. It'll be a thousand bed uh, capacity. In fact, um, I've been calling for this since January. It could have been built by now. But we are going to have this facility starting to be up and running by um, uh, the end of the year um, with 500 beds and 1,000 bed capacity by the first quarter of next year. Now, I know the Wagner family and I know John. And when John... Uh, his and a commitment to the people of this state. This is a commitment by the Wagner family working with the Queensland Government to say to the people of Queensland, we want to keep you safe. And the best way to keep you safe and to keep Delta out of Queensland is to build as quickly as possible a regional quarantine facility. And as soon as that regional quarantine facility is built, we are ready to put it to use. There you go. Well, I've been calling on this for a long time. I think we've needed this for a long time. It's well overdue. I think that COVID camps are a great idea. I've been wanting to have this happen for a long time. Can't wait to stick people in these COVID camps so they can never come out. This is the greatest thing that's ever happened to Australia. What? Are you kidding me? I wish, Dave, I wish I had a David Harris Jr. button here. Are you kidding me? I wish I could just call him up and say, hey, David, just say it. Are you kidding me? I mean, come on. Who in their right mind would think that this is a good idea? Who in their right mind would think that this is something that we should be doing? Well, I've been waiting for this for a long time. Can't wait to shove a bunch of sick people in the beds, leave them in there for a few weeks, a few months, maybe even a year. We'll indoctrinate them in there, brainwash them in there. It's going to be great. Welcome to Australia. Oh, I feel so sorry for the folks that are watching this show from Australia. But Australians are fighting back in the streets, folks. Australians are fighting back. And when I say fighting back, I don't just mean showing up in the streets and we will, we will overcome. We will. No, they're fighting. They're fighting back. Thank you very much. Someone said, love the accent. Healthy people into beds, exactly. Hey, we don't know if you're sick. We don't know if you actually have COVID. But if you come here and you fly here, we're going to stick you right in there. Because we don't know if you have the Delta variant because you can't test for it. 
Dum da dum dum dum. Poor Australia. Come on, been waiting for this for a long time. Yeah, I'm sure you have. I'm sure you have. Um. <laughs> oh man, but that, it's not funny because I know it's coming here soon. I want to show you guys the brand new "You Cannot Beat God" T-shirts. There they are, folks. You cannot beat God. You can't beat God. And on the back of these T-shirts, of course, there is women and men's um, styles. As you can see, this is a V-neck right here. On the back, since you can't beat God, you might as well join him. Right now, we just have black and white shirts in there, folks. But we are going to get some red and blue and all these other colors. And I will have these on the Save America Freedom Tour with me. As long as the Save America Freedom Tour t-shirts and everybody who buys a t-shirt while i'm on the road to help pay for gas and all that other stuff will get a free swamp donkey sticker and i will have bibles to give out as well so terry lynn says jeremy you're creeping me out with that accent really <laughs> crikey <laughs> that's not a knife that's a knife oh <laughs> imagine if i talk like that every day imagine if that was my accent for live from america Woo. Man, I love just hanging out with you guys. You know what I mean? I love just hanging out with you guys, talking as, as if you guys are right here in the room with me. That's the greatest thing about this show. Big shout out to Amanda Collins, too. She says, you can't beat God, but we can fix stupid. <laughs> oh. All right, folks, I don't think I'm going to go all the way till 1 o'clock, but I do want to play. Remember that song that I was playing for you? I hope you don't mind, but I would like to play that song for you in its entirety because the guy that raps on that song, Struggle Jennings, the words that he says in this song are so powerful. Now, it may not be your style of music to listen to. It may be your style of music to listen to. But what you really need to listen to are the words of the song and the meaning behind the words of the song and what they stand for. I think it's very important. That you hear this, and I'm going to play the song in its entirety right now. And then we'll come back, chop it up a little bit more, and then we'll end here live from America today. The two-hour special, or the two-hour-ish special. Anyway, without further ado, here's the whole video. Listen to the words of the song, especially the second verse. The second verse talking about the molestation and the kids and the stuff that's going on around the world. Struggle Jennings and Caitlin Curtis. Best song in the world right now, in my opinion, anyway. Here we go. Well, getting crazy, baby, chill. Don't medicate, just meditate. You waking up now, well, baby, you hella late. Educate, look at what's going on, let it resonate, accelerate. Find your inner hunger like you never ate. Agenda is to push the hate. Separate and segregate, don't celebrate quite yet. The storm is coming, cue for heaven's sake. The violence that they demonstrate is Did you hear what he just said there? The cue is coming. Q, or the storm is coming, Q, don't hesitate. Let's let's go back to that. Quite yet, the storm is coming, Q, for heaven's sake. Woo! The violence that they demonstrate is the game penetrate. The values of our country and our God is what they desecrate. My fighters ain't no featherweight. Pulling out the seams of the fabric that they fabricate. They see this lies manipulate, intimidate through fear and force. Forcing us to sin, wait. Till we come together, congregate, and then we liberate. Praying that you give me strength to find 
find some love amongst the hate. Marching on these streets of blood till I see the golden gates. Troopers doing troubled souls who want to guide servants. Play down, cut the grass till we see the serpents. And when we see the truth, this puppet show stays home because of you fools. We've been dancing with the devil way too long. I know it's fun, but get ready to pay your dues. Listen here. What a powerful song. I love that song. Such a powerful, powerful song. And her voice brings that song home. His words touch you to your deepest soul. Talking about the kids being molested. Talking about the separation and the segregation. Talking about the indoctrination and the brainwashing. Talking about what we need in order to overcome, which is God. Whether you like the genre or not, you have to respect. You have to respect the words of that song. Chilling. Absolutely wonderful. So thank you guys for staying in, joined in for almost two hours today. I'm going to go ahead and call it quits. I got a lot of packing. I got a lot of getting ready to do so I can get in my truck and drive to South Carolina and Georgia because I will not be giving these airlines a dime of my money until they wake up and start uh, catering to us who pay their bills. So I'll just extend being away from home for a few days extra. That's all, but it's worth every bit of it. It's worth every bit of it. So, folks, again, thank you for joining in here on Live from America, Monday through Friday, every week. I will be doing the show from the road. However, I'll be very looking to do it. So here's going to be my schedule for next week. Monday, I will be doing a, um, uh, I will be doing an 11 o'clock show on Monday. 
and I'm going to try to get to the next hotel so I can do the 5 o'clock show. However, I might not be able to get there, do research, and put a show together in time. So definitely one show on Monday. Then on Tuesday, there will again be an 11 o'clock show. There will be no evening show because I will be doing the evening event from 6 to 8 Eastern Time. On Wednesday, there will be an 11 o'clock show. And... I believe a 5 o'clock show. And on Thursday, there'll only be an 11 o'clock show because, again, from 6 to 8 is the event. So we're just going to be missing a couple of shows next week. I'm going to do my best while I'm in the hotel. You probably won't have all the glitz and glamour. It'll just be like old school me coming on. There'll probably be no, uh, you know, uh, scrolling stuff on the screen or anything like that. It'll just be probably raw as raw can be. But I will be in a hotel, so people will have to understand. So, again, folks, I'm doing everything I can to make sure I continue to do the show for you, unlike past uh, trips where I could not do them, I'll be dedicated to doing them this time. At least one show a day. At least one show a day. Are you doing the events live on YouTube? No, but you can watch the event live on Real America's Voice News. Just go to americasvoice.news and you can watch them. My show will be on the same um, platforms it always is on. Uh, but if you want to watch the live events, just go to uh, americasvoice.news, go to their app, go to uh, Dish Network, go to Pluto, Firestick, Ro uh, Roku, uh, there's plenty of ways for you to watch the live events, and I urge you to watch them. So, folks, that's going to do it for Live from America. I hope you have a wonderful weekend, and let me go ahead and end the show the right way. There are right ways, and there are wrong ways. There's only one Yahweh, so stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high, because you are a child of God, and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Thank you for the donations today. I will look and see how many of them came in. If you haven't become a monthly donor yet and you think you can and you want to, you know how to do it. Just go to JeremyHerald.com. Oh, what a show, huh, guys?